Thank you for joining us. It's our mission to restore hope and make a positive difference in your life today. Remember to hit subscribe so you can be the first to know when we release new content. Let's go now to today's message. Touch the sermon, God, anoint it, bless it. I know, God, I'm nothing without you. I pray you speak through me in Jesus' name. In everything, give thanks. Rejoice always in everything. Give thanks for this is the will of God for my life. How many would say, man, I just want to know the will of God for my life. You ever heard people say that? Guess what the will of God is? In everything. Give thanks. You don't need some big platform, some big purpose in this life, but you have breath on the inside of you. This is a little different for me, isn't it? But in everything, give thanks. And bless God, don't look like you've been baptized in dill pickle juice. Come on, somebody. Why would anybody want what you have when you can't even smile? The joy of the Lord. The joy of my salvation. Some of you need the joy of your salvation back. Some of us need the joy of our salvation back. Because this season has tried to take your joy. Has tried to steal your peace. Has tried to rob you of rubies from heaven. Are you hearing me right now? But I'm here to tell you that you're the head and not the tail. You're above only and not beneath that Greater is God that's on the inside of you. Listen, you've got a reason to smile in your situation. I'm looking for somebody to just smile. Show your teeth this morning. Let the devil see you smiling in the midst of transition, in the midst of tragedy. Let God see you smile. But more importantly, let the enemy see you laughing. (laughs) The joy of the Lord is my strength and in this season more than ever in everything rejoice in everything give thanks and Thessalonians is that reminder to us Paul encourages us to give thanks but he also motivates you and I to be faithful by alluding to the fact of the second coming of Jesus Christ listen he is coming back like he said I I remember the old song. We may get back to some of those. I believe he's coming back. Like he said, I believe that the trumpet's going to sound so loud that it's going to raise the dead in a twinkling of an eye. He's going to split the eastern sky. And I I believe he's coming back. Like he said, he's going to do it. If he said it, he'll do it. I said, if he said it, he's going. I said, wake up, bride, because he's about to come. I believe he's coming back. And and, and Paul alludes to the fact that he is coming back to deliver us out of the place where evil will be released upon this earth. He's a deliverer. And he'll deliver you now, but he sure enough will deliver you then. And we see that Paul is alluding to this and he's telling of the second coming of Christ and the hope of salvation now and then when he returns to the earth, he will deliver. How many knows he delivers today and he'll deliver tomorrow? The Christian always um, has a reason to rejoice. Why? The Lord is sovereign. What is He sovereign to do? He's ruler and He's sovereign to accomplish His purpose. Come on, somebody. Joy is not based on my circumstance, but on my awareness of God. 
Joy is not based on my situation, but my awareness of the sovereign ruler. Are you hearing me right now? And so our trial should make us more aware that he's there. Come on, somebody. Our trial shouldn't make us give up in the midst of the fight, but our trial should make us more aware that he's there like the fourth man in the fire. And Thessalonians tells us during Thanksgiving, uh, we always focus on this scripture verse. We most often focus on 16 and we focus on 18 being thankful and rejoicing regardless of difficulty, regardless of circumstances. Some of you cannot be here in this house because of the C word that I'm tired of talking about. But I'm here to tell you rejoice. Because your joy is your strength. I don't care if you're laying on your couch right now. Uh, you may uh, just have a little bit of strength left on the inside of you. But I promise you the, tr the word is true. And every word of the enemy in your ear right now is a lie. It is a lie. I said it's a lie. You need to neglect the lie and rejoice in the Lord. Let your breath give thanksgiving unto God. No matter how difficult it is. No matter what your circumstance looks like. Rejoice but I want to focus on the praying part. I want to focus on the praying without ceasing because we skip over that in this time of year. We, th we talk about Thanksgiving. We talk about rejoicing, but I, I want to focus, and I'm not going to neglect the other two. Uh, they will be uh, interwoven into this sermon, but I, I want to really pull out uh, the potential of prayer this morning because there is uh, power when we release prayers to heaven. The Bible says uh, that if there ever was a time to pray, it's in the time of darkness. It's in the time and tribulations. It's in the peerless times that, that Scripture talks about that peerless times would come, that men would be lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, uh, that, that right would be wrong and wrong would be right. Are you hearing me right now? That good would be evil and evil would be good. And let me tell you something. If there's ever a time that you're going to face persecution as a preacher, as a prophet, as an evangelist, as a teacher, get your big boy pants on because it's coming. And it's there in that moment that prayer is most important. Prayer has always been important, but we need to be aware of how powerful our prayer is. A praying church, ladies and gentlemen, I've said it and I'm going to say it again. A praying church is a powerful congregation. Let, let me say it like this. The enemy is afraid of somebody who is unafraid to pray. Are you hearing me right now? The enemy is afraid of somebody who will roll up your sleeves and get your hands dirty in prayer. And he is saying that if you will be persistent in prayer, that he will make a way for you, that he will honor your ability. You have an ability to pray. He said uh, the enemy is uh, afraid. You say, how do you know that? Look at Daniel. Look at Daniel. He, didn't, he wasn't shown all of these many mighty things from God. There wasn't miracles manifested like we see in other books of the Bible. But let me tell you something. Everybody was after his position. Everybody was after him getting on his knees. Because when he got on his knees, every demon and devil ran away from him. Are you hearing me? When he got on his knees, situations began to shift. When he got on his knees, it literally transformed kingdoms. It transformed the future. Are you hearing me right now? They were 
were scared. Demons and devils were scared of Daniel. Why? Because he was tenacious no matter what his case, no matter what it looked like, no matter how long the enemy understood that he fought Daniel. He, he knew that he could not delay the answer. He knew that he could delay the answer, but there's no hope of the enemy winning when you are persistent in your praying. The enemy cannot uh, stop somebody who is on their knees. When you pray, it has the ability in the name of Jesus to move mountains. When you pray, it has the ability in the name of Jesus uh, to, to win souls. Come on, somebody. When you pray, uh, there's no hope for the enemy. When you pray, it destroys darkness. It deflects the destructions uh, ahead that the enemy has plotted against you. When people call upon, he said, when my people call, when my people pray, he said, when my people pray, he said, then I will release healing into the land. Then I will release my delivering ability. But you got to do something first. Come on, somebody. I said, you got to do something first. This is not a social uh, socialism kingdom. You got to put some effort in it before you get something from it. When my people pray, he said, then I will release healing into the land. When my people pray, then I will bring breakthrough into the land. And Daniel understood this principle that when I pray and I'm persistent in prayer, Satan's forces and his tactics and his scheme will eventually fade and will eventually fail. And the, the answer, the Bible says that the answer was released. The kingdom of darkness begins to be pulled down when you pray. There is an inevitable unstoppable dismantling of the kingdom of darkness the pulling down of every stronghold of every high thing that would get in the way of this prayer it brings the, uh, uh, destruction to bondage it dismantles diseases come on somebody it dismantles deformities it dismantles uh, emotional torment in this season that you are living in I'm here to tell you that torment is nothing for the spirit of God that torment is nothing for the blood are you hearing me right now I said you're emotionally all over the place. Give it to the blood. Give it to God. Give it to the Holy Spirit and let that Holy Spirit direct you out of that situation. Direct you out of that emotional torment. Direct you away from that demonic spirit that's trying to control. That's trying to manipulate you. I come against, I come in agreement with Pastor Caleb that Jezebel controlling spirit in this hour that's trying to control the church. That's trying to intimidate the church. That's trying to manipulate ministry in the name of Jesus. Jezebel, you're coming down. I said you're coming down in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood over your house, over your marriage, over every ministry. Somebody give God praise for the power of his word. Jezebel's coming down. Daniel persisted in prayer because there was a controlling spirit. King, and we see that the answer came. Somebody turn to your neighbor and tell him the answer came. The Bible says that in the same year, if you read and research, some have said that King Cyrus creed the temple in Jerusalem to be rebuilt. This was the step of Israel's return to the promise. Come on, somebody. You're just a step away. Whoo! You're just a prayer away into your promise. 
my God in heaven. I said, one more step and you're there. One more step. Listen, we have been through a season of hell. We've been through a season of persecution. We've been through a season of resistance. But just one more step and we're coming out. See, y'all don't even believe that anymore, but it's Bible. I, I'm here to tell you, even if it takes a year, two years, three years, we're coming out of this persecution. We're coming out of this resistance. God still has a promise for a praiser. God still has a promise for a prayer. Is there any prayer warriors in the house? Is there any intercessors in the house? Y'all ain't convincing me. I said, is there any praisers in the house? Do you still got a praise in the midst of this long chapter of pandemic? Is there anybody still got a praise in your belly? Persistent prayer. And Satan's forces are defeated. The answer is received. Satan is defeated. The answer is received. Say that with me. Satan is defeated. See how that feels coming out of your mouth? Come on, somebody. Matter of fact, stand to your feet. Say, devil, you're defeated. And the answer is on the way. Devil, you're defeated. Because when the answer's here, the answer's on the way. Devil, you're defeated. Your kingdom is destroyed. Because the kingdom of God is coming into the earth and it's releasing miracle signs and wonders everywhere. It's released. Come on, vessels of clay. Open up your mouth and declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I just wish somebody would release rejoicing in there. I feel a spirit of rejoicing. I I feel a spirit of joy coming back to your house. I said it's coming back to your house. The devil tried to steal it, but it's still there. It's still on the inside. All you got to do is stir up the gift of God on the inside. I said it's still there. And the enemy's aware. He's aware it's there. You're not, but he is. Aware. Come on, somebody. If you only knew what the devil knew. Oh, y'all didn't just hear what I said. I said, if you only knew the threat you are to him, and he already knows it. The devil knows who you are more than you know who you are. I wish I had somebody with power on the inside of you to proclaim the goodness of the Lord in this house today. Come on, open up your mouth and praise him. Come on, open up your mouth and praise him. I've only got a little time. Come on, open up your mouth and praise him. Come on, you hadn't praised him all week long. Open up your mouth and give him glory. Woo! You may be seated. Somebody turn to your neighbor and say it's persistence that can destroy resistance. Targeted, tenacious prayers like Daniel reading Jeremiah, finding scripture to back up what he was praying for, guarding himself against the thoughts of the enemy, the spirit of distraction. Somebody say persistence destroys resistance. The Bible says in Daniel 9 that an angel came after three weeks. 
He was praying and declaring that in the very moment that he was started praying, the Bible says that he sent a messenger his way and said the very first day that you prayed, he said the very first day you started praying, God heard you. You say, how, did, how do you know he heard him? Because he sent a messenger. Come on, somebody. But the truth is, what took him so long? See, what takes us so long is sometimes we have to war in the Spirit. Well, if I just ask, I shall receive. Sometimes you've got to get on your knees, not just for 10 minutes. Isn't it amazing we can sit... For four hours, sometimes a whole day, and watch a series. But we can't spend a day in prayer. I'm not condemning you, but we need to know this. If there's ever been a time to pray, are you hearing me right now? The earth is yearning for the revealing. Of the sons of God. This land can never be healed until there's the revealing of the sons of God. Are you hearing me right now? Because the son knows where to go when trouble comes. Daniel persisted in prayer and he was tenacious in prayer. And when you do this and you guard yourself against thoughts that try to get in the way of that prayer that target, whatever it is that you're praying for. The spirit of distraction, doubt, disbelief. The Bible says that just like this angel came through demonic interference, listen, the enemy tried to interfere in the rim of uh, the breakthrough and the promise. He tried to interfere. It took 21 days to fight in the spirit. The Bible says 21 days he persisted. And he persisted. As he persisted, the enemy was sending out insights. The enemy will send you insight to distract you from your target. How many knows the enemy's got some things that look promising too? You know what they're for? To distract you from the reality of God's word. Sending out insights, hoping that Daniel would be fascinated. My God. If there's ever a time we've been fascinated by everything else but the Father, it's now. But what God is trying to tell you and I, don't forget to pray. Don't forget to pray the targeted prayer. Don't forget to pray the promised prayer. Don't forget to pray uh, for the answer to your situation. The Bible says that Daniel persisted. And as he persisted, the forces of the enemy eventually eliminated. They were gone. Uh, the, the force of the, of the enemy couldn't stop the promise of God. Why? Because of persistence. I want to say this again. Persistence controls the resistance. Amen. Persistence destroys the resistance. You're going to have resistance, but when you persist, come on somebody, there's a time when it turns. Remind God of the promise and it's going to turn. Are you hearing me? I said, remind God of what he's promised your family and it 
that's going, ask Isaiah, remind him of what he's promised you and it put him in remembrance of what he has promised you and it's going to turn and he will dispatch angels from heaven, ministering spirits according to Hebrews 11.1 to come in on your situation. When you remind God of the promise, he has to do what his word said he would do and he will release healing into your house and he will release deliverance in your house and the promise is coming to you when you put into remembrance what he said and the situation will change somebody say pray always without ceasing pray in the midst of devastation Pray always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, Ephesians 6.18, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Somebody say all the saints at all times. Pray for your brothers and your sisters at all times. Pray for your brothers and your sisters at all times, even when you don't like them. Oh, come on, religious folk. Even when you don't like somebody, go ahead and pray for them. Bless them. Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? In the spirit with all kinds of prayer. Say all kinds of prayer. What is all kinds of prayers of consecration? Number one. Amen. Your will be done, Father. Number two. Prayers of faith. Prayers of faith is to speak to something and know instantly that it's going to change. When, when Jesus spoke to the wind, he didn't think, well, it might happen. But when he spoke to the wind, it had to obey. Somebody say, we need some prayers of faith in this season. Because I don't know about you, but the wind of COVID, I'm tired of that COVID-19. COVID-19, here we are. Another preacher, I'm going to declare it until it happens. Demon of COVID-19, get out of every house. This house, every house represented COVID-19. You have no authority and power over the blood. I wish I had somebody to help me and agree with me. COVID-19, get out in the name of Jesus. Well, glory, I felt the authority right there. Come on, I need some people to agree right now. COVID-19, get out. We plead the blood against you. Satan, the blood is against you. No weapon formed against the child of God shall be able to prosper. We hold on to the church. I rebuke. I rebuke right now. I said, I rebuke right now the spirit of COVID-19. I rebuke the spirit of a, a premature death in the name of Jesus. I said, I rebuke the spirit of premature death in the name of Jesus. You will fulfill what God has promised for you to fulfill in this life. I said, if God said it, you're going to walk into it. Write it down. Make it plain. Though it tarries, it will not Terry, wait for it. Somebody going to have to write it down. God said, I can be healed. So I'm healed. He said, by my stripes, I'm healed. He was wounded for your transgressions. He was bruised for your iniquities. The chastisement of your peace was upon him. And by his stripes, you are healed. Somebody get your eyes up to the hills from which cometh your help. Your help comes not from Washington. Your help not comes 
comes from the media, but your help comes from the master. Your help comes from the maker. Your help comes from the miracle worker. Somebody give God praise. Take 30 seconds. Open up your mouth. Rejoice. That brings me to my next prayer. Prayers of praise and worship. Paul, the author of our opening scripture, was in a jail cell with Silas. That's where the enemy messes up when he gets you connected to some more faith. Extra faith, amen? Paul and Silas prayed and rejoiced with thanksgiving in the midst of persecution and in the middle of a prison. Turn to your neighbor and tell them they were in faith. And as they were in faith, there was a heart of rejoicing, heart of thanksgiving in the mid- middle of a prison. Say they were in faith. What did that mean? They believed. I said they believed. I'll say it again. They believed. See, y'all, uh, okay, help me, Jesus. Huh. We say it, but we don't believe it. Especially right now. But I serve notice. I believe the Bible. The B I B L E. Going back to Sunday school, that's the book for me. I stand upon the Word of God. Come on now. I stand upon the Word of God. Yes. The B I B L E. Somebody shout Bible. Because many times we pray certain things, but rather than believe, we go into a tirade of worry and doubt and disbelief and complaining and moaning and groaning, groaning, gloom, despair, agony, darkness is all over me. Oh, I just am so comfortable in this place of doubt, despair. You've gotten so comfortable there, but somebody needs to get on out of doubt and get on into belief and get back on the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E. I wish I had somebody who understands that it may be simple but it works even your simple faith works the inner witness will guide you and lead you and direct you I'm looking for a saint to understand that you have strength when you're standing on the right substance don't stand on the substance of this world but I'm looking for somebody to stand on God's word and he said you'll be like a house that's built on a rock that when the wind comes and the rain starts to flood your mind and the rain starts to hit you in the face I'm not distracted I'm determined come on somebody restriction comes but I'm still standing the wind is blowing but I'm still standing in wonder of a wonder working God I wish I had somebody in this place who understands the word and give God praise for the wonders of his word the miracles of his word the majesties of his word the majestic ways of his word Ah, he's wonderful, mighty God, everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the Prince of Peace. 
Don't worship. Don't shout. Don't cry out. Cover up your mouth. I said he's the prince. A peace. The Bible said if I keep my eyes and my mind upon Jesus, that he'll keep me in peace. We hope you enjoyed this word. If you would like to hear more messages like this one, please take a second and click the subscribe button. And for more information on our ministry, please visit us at rhctn.com.